Today, things get hairy as we cover the Cycle 7 makeovers with mom, boss, lady, Alaska, Thunderfuck. We kiki with Alaska over these iconic makeovers. We discuss the highs and the lows that all of the contestants in the cycle experience. And then we get to cover the hair-raising, hair-battle extraordinaire photo shoot. It is so much fun. We have so many laughs. It is incredible. You will not want to miss this one. Forever. Dog. Jay Coulee, are top model fans born or are they made, 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 made? Hey, what's up, girl? I'm Shay Coulee, and welcome to Wanna Be On Top, a podcast where I explore the cultural phenomenon that launched a thousand smizes. As always, <laughs> I joined my insatiable power bottom top model expert, Maxwell Esposito. Hey, LGBT Tina. What is going on today? You know, girl, I am maintaining. I'm surviving and thriving. I just got back from New York and a little bit ago. And girl, it was so cold there. I brought back a cold. I, I had a great trip, but sunny California is where I belong. How are you doing? You know, um, I'm doing all right. I... I honestly feel like I ate too many pickles right before this podcast. It's like, I don't know. I was hungry. but Well, actually, it wasn't like pickles. Well, it was like one big pickle from Jimmy John's that had been cut in the fourths. And I was only going to eat like one fourth of the pickle. But then I ate like the entire pickle. And now I just have like garlicky dill, like all just like up in my business. Now I'm just feeling like all garlicky and dilly and silly on the inside. <laughs> garlicky, dilly, and silly on the inside. Wow. I know, that's not what I, that was not on my bingo board for how I would feel of starting off today's episode. But that's really the tea. But, you know, maybe that is just, like, my excitement because we, A, are covering Makeover Day today, but we're also going to be talking with Miss Alaska Thunderfuck. It's true. Yes, we are going to be talking about Makeover Day. Cycle 7 girls are definitely giving us lots of personality right off the bat, and I want to chat with you about the photo shoot at the end of last week's episode, because we didn't talk about that with Chloe. You know, this brings a lot of drama, this being... Uh, during the first photo shoot, the models were to portray model stereotypes, and we get to see this very diva-ish side to Melrose because she won this prize and was mm-hmm. given a massage and mm-hmm. carried that massage and this, like, I won't get out of bed for $5,000 attitude to set, and Mr. J was not having it. Yeah. What do you think of Melrose right off the bat? Like, I mean, Missa, without the Issa, 
Rosa? Like, what <laughs> yeah. are we thinking of her? You better mess up with that Issa. Um, yes. Yeah. Look, I feel like she was just, like, feeling the fantasy and just, like, thought that she was being, like, cute. It's, like, weird. Because I feel like a lot of times, like, everyone else is allowed to have, like, a sense of humor with the girls. And the girls should have, like, a sense of humor about, you know... The situation, but anytime like they initiate any type of like joke or something, people are like, you should really like take this more seriously. Who do you think you are? And I felt like that was like the tea with like Melrose. She was just kind of like, oh, you know, like I won the challenge. So I was getting my massage, duh. And then I had to get my makeup redone. It was smashed in the massage bed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, you know, she was like literally just like playing up that she was that girl. And like Jay was just not feeling it. He just I, mean, was, I, I think rightfully so. She, first day at work, and that's how you're going to come to the gig? I mean, T. T. San, Fran, San Francisco behavior, TBH. But. Wow. I apologize to all of our listeners in San Francisco who feel as if that they are being called a diva. Honestly, that's, that's a good thing. So honestly, just take the compliment. True. Yeah, especially for me, the diva. Um, yeah. What are well, honestly, on? people in San Francisco can't get out of bed for less than $10,000 a day because of the rent. It's not a that's, necessity. That's very true. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this photo shoot? We've talked about it a little bit in the past with like some of the more controversial photo shoots because, you know, some of the model behaviors they cover are like bulimia and like smoking cigarettes and like being dumb. Um, look, I'm a drag queen, so I love embracing stereotypes. I think that it's like camp. I'm like, that's why stereotypes are there. They're just wide generalizations of the truth. And I feel like they were revealing certain parts of the modeling industry that like, A, you know, we uh, make fun of or, you know, take lightly or things that we over-exaggerate that aren't like necessarily like the truth. Um, And I thought, you know, honestly, the bulimia photo always for me uh, was just like so iconic. It just like spoke just very deeply to me. And I thought that Michelle absolutely nailed the shot. This is still one of my favorite shots from America's Next Top Model. And I'm just all like, and that's coming from someone who has had a long struggle with bulimia. It it speaks with it speaks to me. So I'm just all like, I can only imagine the other people that it spoke with too. I would definitely say it doesn't show a glamorous side, which is, no, what, you know, it's not exactly. glamorizing this in uh, certain ways, yeah. like other shows and other things would do. Because so. I love the pose. Like, it's giving me very, like, she's, like, ashamed that she got caught doing that. You know, it's very, it's edgy. Michelle was giving. I love yes. it. Well, let's jump into episode two, because that is what we are here to talk about Absolutely. today. Absolutely. The girl who hates her hair. This is Makeover Day episode, and the top models are getting on Mr. J's nerves this cycle already. <laughs> um But before we get into the makeovers, I want to chat about the drama that happens after the photo shoot because, you know, so everyone is annoyed with Melrose, including Monique. And Monique spends a lot of time talking about how annoying and fake Miss Melissa Rose is. The girls don't also seem to really like Monique, and they're really scared of her because she keeps doing these outlandish outbursts 
firsts. So after the makeover, they have to do this mini challenge for CoverGirl and Queen Latifah and the Queen collection, where they have to create these head-to-toe Queen looks using the makeup. And it's like a timed challenge where if they don't make it to the elevator, they are disqualified. And during this challenge, Monique is disqualified and, of course, takes it out on all the girls when she gets home by hogging the phone booth. Um, what are For your thoughts three on- and a half hours. And first I, of all, do we believe that, or was that? Do you think just a time, just for shits and giggles, they made it seem like a very no? I feel like I feel like reality shows tend to be pretty accurate when they give you timestamps because I feel like they because they're breaking it down into like three minutes maybe, and I feel like they want you to like understand why these models are so riled up because they've been waiting like three and a half hours. Um, I think, um, I don't remember who it was, like Michelle or Amanda said that they felt like Monique was doing this as like punishment because she went directly into that phone booth. She is still wearing the dress from the challenge, still unzipped in the back that she tried to get on the elevator with. Like she literally, that was the first thing that she did when she went into that house. So, you know, while they were up there, talking to uh, Queen Latifah, getting their like feedback, their critiques. You know she was sitting there just seething, thinking, what am I going to do that's going to piss everybody off? And she's like, I know. I'm going to hog the phone all night as soon as I get back in the house and I'm going to show them. Like, it was very that. And I would have been yeah. annoyed with her too. I mean, what about the fact that she just sits there with the dial, to, like the business Girl, phone? come on. Exactly. Sit- Melrose is trying to get $1,000 back. For her rent, girl, a thousand dollars. Because I was about to say a thousand dollars in two thousand six. I'm like, that's how you know it was San Francisco. That True. rent has been high. That rent has been high. True. <laughs> I mean, do you think she would have sat the like? Do you think she would have sat in that phone booth if it wasn't for Melrose that needed to use the phone? Because she clearly didn't like Melrose. It doesn't really seem. Like a lot of the girls did, but do you yeah. think she did it purposefully to get back at Melrose or all the girls? I feel like all of them. I feel like all of them. I feel like she wanted like everybody to like feel it. She was just mad at everyone. What about Anshul though? Is she our hero in disguise coming in and hanging up the phone being like, people have their rent to pay. <laughs> I know. Look, I Anshul is a real one. I really love her for doing that. I was just all like, girl, yeah, some, sometimes you just really got to come in and let somebody know. It was annoying. There was nothing that she really needed to be talking about on the phone that long for, you know? No. No, it was unacceptable behavior. How would you, who would you have been in this situation? Would you have been Anshul? Would you have been uh, somebody just sat back and watched, been like, good luck with the phone? Yeah, unless the circumstances were different and I was Melrose who needed to pay my rent and had that, I mean, get my deposit back and had that circumstance, I just would have been hanging back. I would have been like, girl, I ain't got nobody that I need to talk to tonight. That's annoying, but I'm just going to make my, um, my tacos, and I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to get some rest. I'm going to go chill in the hot tub. Yeah, you know? One thing that I am excited about is uh, our guest for today. We have Miss Alaska Thunderfuck finally coming to join us and talk about these makeovers. So I cannot wait to welcome her and have a good old Kiki here at Wanna Be On Top. So everybody, go and get your glasses of water, because, oh yes, this is gonna be fierce. I can't wait. We'll be right back. 
am so excited to get oh to get into this makeover day today because one we love makeover days here at Wanna Be On Top, obviously. But two, we have a guest that we have been dying to get here on the podcast today. I am so excited to sit in the salon chair as co-host of the Hit Mom podcast, Race Chaser. We have the one, the only... Alaska. Yo. Hi. Hi. How Hi. are you, Alaska? It's so wild hearing your I like got chills when you like started talking because I listened to the podcast and it was like, oh my God, it's really <laughs> happening. It's her. She sounds just like her. <laughs> oh my God. I am so excited to have you on here. I know that we are going to have such a fantastic time because we absolutely Love Makeover Day. It's iconic. And I feel like, honestly, I'm really glad that we have you for this one specifically because I feel like for me, this is probably like top two Makeover Days of the entire franchise. For yeah. Me. Just like, I just really find this episode super poetic and hilarious. So I cannot wait to to talk about it. Me too. Um, we finally, we're finally here. I've, I've been trying to get on this podcast for time, since time immemorial. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we, it's been, a, we've been emailing back and forth, but we are so happy you're here. I'm Absolutely. so glad and so excited. And this is a great episode. It is, it's one of those makeover episodes that has it all. You know, the producers were just like, we are pleased. This is what we Absolutely. needed. Absolutely. Because, I mean, look, I mean, I, I let's just get right into business here because I feel like they really started this makeover episode with such a bang, no pun intended, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Baby by, bangs. like, they were like, let's take these girls out to to brunch, you know, like they're going to think that we're taking them to the salon, but like, let's yeah. take them out to brunch, you know, let's, let's tell them about how important it is to be vulnerable as a oh top model, God. like only through your vulnerability, will you be able to become strong. And, you know, it's just the J's giving the girls, you know, like a pep talk on what it really means to be a top model. And so they're like, great, we have brunch, you yes. know, they go back. A bougie brunch, mind you. The o- I've been to that. I've been to that place. It's expensive. Oh, really? Ooh, Work. I'm, well, I'm really it's glad right. that they shelled out the dollars for the for the girls. The Tyra know? Mail says, "Start your day with OJ's," and then the girls are like so proud of themselves. They're like, "No, it's like J's. Like it's spelled yeah. out. It's like gonna yeah. be the J's. Uh, we figured it out. Like, no, it's not orange juice, we, guys. We cracked the code." <laughs> They were so, so proud sharp. of themselves. Top model facts. <laughs> they were. I was. They were like, we are such great private eyes. Um, I was like OJ's, like the like the singing group. Do you remember those right. singing group yes. called OJ's? Yes. <laughs> See, I was thinking OJ Simpson. Oh, um, okay, right. Yeah, it could mean anything. You start off your morning. It could. It's your art pop. Your Tyra Mail could mean. Anything. It could mean anything. So what, wait, before we even go any further, what is the difference between a makeover and a tie-over? Did she call it tie-overs at a certain point? Yes, because that's just when, you know, she really wanted to get the girls to be top model moguls. 
And she wanted to impress upon them the importance of branding. Yes. So, you know, she's like, I don't just do makeovers like anybody else. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm Tyra. I do tie-overs, you know? Yeah. So we haven't got we haven't quite gotten to that level of um Tyra's exuberance and eccentricity yet. I mean, she's already getting there, you know. Has but she invented like, reached that to, level? Has she coined smizing yet at this point in the series? She has not, she has mentioned it, but she has not like leaned into it as a phrase. Look. She like she said it like once, but it hasn't clicked for her yet that she wants to make that her thing quite yet. It's a watershed. She's almost moment. there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this can we talk about Mr. J's Ed Hardy hat, pink lavender polo? Absolutely. I, I'm in love. I I'm know. In love. I'm, lo- I'm in love. He's giving me really hot MySpace. Why? It's like I've... it's like with the camera, with the flash in the mirror, and mm-hmm. the Ed Hardy crystals showing in the mirror. Not you can't see the face. I'm sure that there is probably Ugh. some uh, homosexual that is shopping for that outfit on Depop right now. I want it. I I have. Like a crush on Mr. J. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, without a doubt, always. I think he's. I feel so like he beautiful. was. He was like the only as like Y two K crush. Like where I feel like whereas some people were may have been um, looking at some of the guys from like Queer as Folk or Queer mm. Eye. I just Mm-mm. really had um, eyes of adver- admiration for Mr. J. You so know? he he checked all the boxes. You know. Do you follow her on Instagram nowadays? Oh, I do. I do. I know. Hubba, hubba. Absolutely. Hasn't aged a day. Aging oh like a fine God. wine. You Just. Know? Oh, my God. Okay. I, I, lo- I love the outfit. This is this is a great, great little brunch. Um, I don't even remember what they talked about. I was just so fixated on. They just mentioned um, homegirls plane crash. Yeah. Again. They they asked the girls about makeovers and they were like, are you expecting, you guys were expecting makeovers. And they talked about how they needed to like use their experience as their brand. Yeah. That's why they used Meg as the example of that. Yeah. Isn't she the girl who goes home? No, wait, not Meg. Wait, are there? No, Meg's the rocker. Molly? No. She's Megan. Megan, there we go. Megan with the pixie haircut is uh, the one with the the plane crash survivor. And Meg, Meg is like, yeah, Meg, man. Um, we live for Meg. So, so <laughs> Meg they pulled like, a drag. They pulled a drag race. They said, "We're gonna get your story out of the way right before you go home, baby." Yeah, they did. Yeah, babes. Yeah, they're like, "Let's talk about it at brunch again. Let's bring it up." <laughs> Tell us um, about and- that plane crash. That's <laughs> so all- sad. I mean, we all love to, you know, just like dish and talk about our trauma at brunch with our girls, <laughs> don't we? Casual a drag brunch, actually. Yes, That's what absolutely. people do at the right. table. in just between numbers. <laughs> right. <laughs> they discuss yes, their trauma. For, and they're like, how can I question. work it how into my brand? How was your pandemic? Right. <laughs> how was your pandemic? How was that? Um, and we also get a really amazing um admission from Jada at this brunch, too, because she just said, like, look, um, y'all can cut all my hair off because I've got good hair. It'll grow back really fast. I don't mm. care. Like, I'm like, you could do it all to me, mm. you know? And that being also a talking point at brunch lets you know 
that they will be cutting her hair off and that she will have a problem with it. But that we'll get to that later. <laughs> you just already know. It's just, it, you know, it's, they're just setting her up. It's she set coming. herself up. It's coming. Poor she baby. really was like, yeah, my hair grows really fast. It's fine. It's fine. It's just like. It's fine. Like, don't It's going to be gorgeous. Um, okay, so when they when they go back, <laughs> they, leave, they leave brunch, okay, and they return back to the model household, you know, and they yes. go to walk through the front door, but like, oh my God, like, what? Mm-hmm. The door's not opening and there's someone knocking on the other side of the door. Who can it be now? Well, Tyra's obviously wild. it's Tyra. Tyra's wild. Like, I'm going to do this bit. Okay, hear me. I'm going to do this bit. Right. I'm going to knock from the inside of the door. Isn't this amazing? This is brilliant, guys. This is so good. What is that? No, these girls are just all like, what is going on? Who's knocking? What's tea? And so opens the door to reveal it's Tyra. Yes. You know? Megan immediately goes in for the hug, which every time I see a girl like hug Tyra, I'm always like, should she be doing that? I felt the same way. I'm always I like, because to me, that would be like running up and hugging RuPaul, you know? <laughs> like, like, I just don't would, do like, it. I just would just... never. I would never run up into RuPaul's personal space and just like bestow a hug out of that's nowhere. Our, that just, that's our mother. And our yeah. mother would not. It just, it's not even like she would like yeah. reprimand you afterward. It's like, it just wouldn't happen. There's happen. like an orb of like, yes, something it's around. It's like mother her. initiates the hug. Mama, she does yeah. not do cutesy little fucking run. And not even like a little like tic tac lunch hug. That's fine. Yeah, she, she embraced her. Cause it's very delicate. But like, <laughs> this was like a chaotic, I'm running and screaming at you, yeah. hugging Tyra. Not okay. Yeah. Not cool. Mm-hmm. Fully like arm hooked under like Tyra, like around the shoulder blade in the back. Like she had Tyra in her grasp. Mind like, oh, the right unit. God. Mind but, the unit. You know what? That was probably the moment Ty was like, you're going home. Because <laughs> it was her, right? <laughs> it was her. Oh, my God. I was going to ask how many cycles you think after this moment did the no touching Tyra rule go into play? She was like, these girls keep hugging She's me. She's like, this these girls. stop. Yeah, they just keep on just like running up and hugging me. Like, what's the tea? It's also um, like Tyra was very, especially in the early season, she was uh-huh. very like, I'm going to be one of you. I'm mm-hmm. going to sit on the floor and we're going to chat like girlfriends. So like, yeah, I kind of get it. But like, this is approaching the time where she's starting to become like more of the austere, like kind of scary yes. host. Yes. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, this big mogul, you know, yeah. someone that is just um, figuratively and literally untouchable, you yeah. know? Um, so I think that's where Megan made her mistake. But, you know, they return home. <laughs> And go into their house to realize that it has been transformed into a salon. And not just any salon, Frederick Fakai. Frederick Fakai. Now, I... I, (laughs) How long were they either at brunch or they filmed the brunch scene and then they went into holding for hours so that they could transform their home into a functioning salon. Salon. Well, here's the thing. 
how functioning are we talking? Because I saw a lot of like weird setups. Like I really kind of like, I really wanted to study because like when I realized again, I was like, oh my God, yeah, this season they put the salon in the house. I was like, how practical is that? You know, when it comes to like, you know, dying and washing and all of that. You have the girls in the, yes, in the kitchen, at the kitchen sink. Like you have all these just like really bizarre setups. And then those like, those like (laughs) same kind of like standard, like prop, like vanity mirrors that they have at World of Wonder, like in the basement, you know, like that wood framed a little, like that. I was like, um, this is... I know this is supposed to feel like luxury, I guess, because it's just a like in-home salon experience. But it was giving um, a little bit busted. It was giving <laughs> a little bit like, hey, it's just me and my homegirls and we're just going to do each other's hair. You know? Very like, not. Home makeover. I'm, yeah, those, the girls from Cycle 7 need a do-over because at least everybody got to go to the salon and get the salon treatment. Even if they didn't have a good haircut, at least they got to not do it at home. Right. Yeah. Like, you have to just go up the stairs and cry. At least they got, like, a luxurious limo ride home. Gee. Yeah. Uh, right. Okay, but one thing that I will say about um, the reveals of the styles, which I remember when the season first aired, I loved it so much, but they never did it again. Like, those, like, canvas portraits that were, like, illustrated mm-hmm. of each girl and her makeover. Like, yeah. it would normally be Tyra would just describe it. She'd be like, this right. is what you're going to look like. But this is the first time we saw like a visual representation of like what we could expect. And I love yes. the way that they're just like illustrated with all this like wind blown hair and it's really yeah. all dramatic. Like it was really, really cute. Very I guess like they... very police sketch artist did, <laughs> did the like renderings of all of that. They looked sickening. Right. Yeah. I it, so like good. it was giving me like ad agency. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. like Tyra Banks is giving me um Don Draper. And the girls are clients that have like bought into like a makeover brand and she's showing them what the new brand is, you know? It is. It's really cute to me. (laughs) Do you think Sutan did the? Because Sutan draws. You know what? I wonder. I kind of want to like text that bitch because that bitch does draw. I would trust her to like accurately draw the faces of these women. Yeah. Because they all look like hairstyles. Mm -hmm. They really did. They really, really did. It's kind of like the Dragulator, like on Drag You, when they would uh, reveal the look ahead of time. (laughs) See, yes. And I think we need more of that. We need some more Dragulators. We need some more makeover aiders. Like pictures on camera. Like, I love getting a visual. Like, yeah. I feel like that sells the fantasy, you know? Totally. When you, when you give a little visual presentation, a little yes. mood board, if totally. you will. Um, yeah. So, okay. Let's just like start talking about <sighs> this makeover uh, day process because, look, all the girls really prior to this were all really talking a big game, making the biggest of promises that, you know, like as top models, this, like they were ready to do it. So, yes. First up, we have our good old girl, Meg. Mm-hmm. And Tyra told Meg that Meg. sometimes you have to embrace what you're working with. And you already have such great curls. And today, in her very Oprah way, you're going to get more of it. <laughs> 
And so they let her know that she's going to be getting curly hair extensions for like a more rocky headbanger kind of look. Yeah. Um, I loved the concept. Um, the execution is not the tea. These are just... These, I, <sighs> these girls can't win because it's like no. the technology had not <laughs> quite gotten there. They were doing these hair systems on these young women who that that were just like crazy like these were crazy hair systems on these young girls yeah and there was no way to maintain them no and so nope. like it looked good for like a photo and then like they would go home and it would just be like a, like a bur- exactly like a b- family of animals was living in it <laughs> like meg this poor Me- poor meg's head yeah, I mean, I felt like Meg was doomed from the start because, like, they just didn't, they didn't blend her hair and with the no! extensions. Like, th- this was definitely in that early to mid-2000s where, you know, they just really felt like you could just throw any amount of length in there. And regardless of what you were naturally working with, like, it would just blend. Like, no, bitch, you can tell. You can totally tell where her real hair ends and the fake hair begins. And it just makes it look so... Wild. Badly done. Yeah. Like, literally, you could take off maybe six inches of hair, no joke, Mm -hmm. still give her that extra bit of length with, like, the hair that they've added in and just, like, blend it a little bit more. Would have been fine. It just looks crazy like this. And it's, like, in the real world, especially now, wigs have come such a far away that, like, Mm -hmm. if you wanted her to look like this in a photo shoot, you would just put her in a very fabulous wig. And you would let her n- normal hair just hide underneath it. Yeah. Yeah. But she looks cool and she really ends up liking the Yeah. The I, I feel like that is like also something that's really important. I mean, A, a Meg feels like she's, you know, easy to please. And B, like it really just kind of played into like her, you know, rock star kind of fantasies. So she did. Totally. Really get what she wanted in the end, and I was I was happy to see my outfit. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking of her in the closet, she's just so like cute. yeah, man, she just is. looks so good with all my outfits, man. Um, I would love to kick it with Meg. She's very. I think that we girl. should have her on the show. I really, yeah, oh, yeah, work, yes. Because I absolutely do adore her. I think her personality is just so sparkling. Okay, next up, let's talk about... I will be saying this all season. Um, Honestly, I feel like she is literally one of the most beautiful Mm -hmm. contestants to Mm -hmm. ever come through America's Next Top Model, Anshal. Mm -hmm. I'm so obsessed with her. I'm so obsessed with Anshal. Yes. Already very gorgeous hair. They just let her know that they're going to be giving her layers and yes. that they want to take her um, forehead up a little bit, about an inch, with some threading. Yes. Um. Damn. That threaded forehead was kind of, like, brutal. <laughs> I really don't think that it was necessary because well, okay like look it it's it's her forehead like baby that's gonna 
grow back immediately. I mean, she'll have some cute baby hairs, I guess, but that wasn't really popping in 2006. T. I don't know. It just, because also, it, like, the way that they, uh, like, threaded it, too, they just, like, really just kind of, like, removed the hair, and it just seems like she has on, like, a lace front now. Like, it doesn't even seem like a normal hairline, because it doesn't have that kind of, like, blended feathering that, like, a natural hairline has. It's just, like, very blunt. It's giving me factory lace front wig. Totally. Yes. Very Amazon Swiss lace. Yes. Um, <laughs> I thought, though, like, the, the concept behind it was actually very practical because it's, like, facial proportions are just, like, it comes down to, like, millimeters. And it does yeah. really sort of, like, transform her face when they do it and the layers in the fucking hair because she had such so much long hair, hair but mm-hmm. doing layers in it like this just like freeze it and just it's still long as fucking gorgeous but just like gives it a little like sickeningness absolutely she's so gorgeous yeah, and I feel like this would have been like a good length for Meg you know mm. like where it's still long where it's <laughs> still long Meg on Charles uh, before hair Right. Yes, there you go. One length. Yes. That's what Meg needed and deserved. All right. Next up, we have Miss Personality, Brooke, (laughs) from Houston. Um, I'm still in high school. (laughs) She's working on her branding and I live. Like, I love how she just was like, "Um, me, I'm still in high school. What's the, a queen to me? I'm still in high school, so queen means prom queen. <laughs> she's like, she's adorable, but you can tell that she's very, very young because she's really just like, <laughs> like talking like too much, like doing too much the most. Yes. And do- hasn't learned to, that like there's strength in like kind of just like hanging back and like just being there yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but the makeover... Love it. I mean, just chestnut brown. Gorgeous. Very sexy, edgy. Like before, she's very much so giving me um, Torrance from Bring It On. You know, just like very like all-American. Captain Torrance. Yes, Mm -hmm. (laughs) very. (laughs) And um, now with this like chocolate hair, she's giving me, um, who's that girl from Gossip Girl? Mm. Um, Emmy Rossum. I'm just naming names from Gossip Girl. I don't know who they are. Leighton Meester. You know, Meester. She's sickening, right? So that's what she's giving. She kind of looks like Claire Danes a little bit, like in the face. Yes, absolutely. Because I was about to be like with the brown hair, but like no, I look at her in in her blonde moment, and I'm like, it's giving Claire. Yeah, I love. All right. Well, look. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we will finish up chatting about these fantastic makeovers Mm -hmm. from Cycle 7. We'll be right back. Okay, we are back here at Wanna Be On Top, and we are discussing the sickening and ever so entertaining 
makeovers of Cycle 7 of America's Next Top Model. Now, we have been making our way through, but up next, we have our twins, Amanda and Michelle. Yes. And now, I love the idea, the concept that Tyra pitched that they would be like, Different, but still kind of the same, but, you know, still different. You know, she was just like, Michelle's going to be really gingery and textured. You know, she's going to have like a lot of like curl. And she's like, and you, Amanda, you are going to be fire engine red. And it's just going to be super sleek and edgy. And when you look at them like side to side after the makeovers are completed, you're just like, I just feel like Michelle has like eight more highlights than Amanda, and that's about it. <laughs> like, I literally, I felt like their twin genes were like, we shall not be separated. And like, I, like it just was, it, it did not, these girls do not look vastly different from one no, another. No, no, they totally don't. And I think <laughs> in the renderings, like the sketches, they were yeah. like, you're gonna, one of you's gonna be bright, vibrant red, one of you's gonna be natural. But uh-huh. yeah, no, looking at these two, they look really great. But that makes sense. They're fucking twins. Twins, Why right? would you like get rid of their like bookability by making them look totally different? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Television. <laughs> right. Like, right? you've looked the same your whole life, and we're going to traumatize you by making you look different. <laughs> They're so cute. I like I, these twins. I do, too. I do, too. And I feel like maybe there was, like, a conversation that was had, like, from the time that those um, sketches were drawn to when they actually got into the salon of being like, hey, maybe it's not a good idea for us to make them look drastically different because they're twins. <laughs> maybe we shouldn't because we right. may want to like play and play this up later on in the season. So maybe we should still keep them looking relatively the same. Yeah. You're like, okay, we're going to give Michelle a couple more highlights. There we go. They got a call from the back room. Like. <laughs> not change their hair color. Like. Don't. That's probably why they were like, we are not going to do these um, portrait reveals anymore because you never know. It just might change. Right. Yeah. Um, Okay. So next up, we have our girl, Jada. Now, remember the conversation that we were having about Jada at brunch Mm -hmm. being like, y'all can do absolutely anything. Yeah, do whatever you want. I Mm -hmm. don't care. I don't care. Tyra's like, we're going to make you look like an actress. Well, first of all, she calls her handsome. <laughs> She's Tyra. like, you know, Tyra's like, you said that you were the prettiest girl in school, but here, she here, in my house, in my house, bitch, you're handsome. She oh, but don't worry. That's a, good, that's a good thing. She won't. She's breaking her down. She will not <laughs> let her live down the fact that she, in passing, said, I'm the prettiest girl in school. Thought yeah. You can't d- just. No, but I will say this makeover, I love it. This was I love it. a piece of wisdom. Yes. Because she looks so good in this short. Black Halle Berry-ish kind of like hair. Sickening. Stunning. And I thought it was hilarious that 
they literally told her and she she didn't even get over to the chair. She Aww. once they broke cameras from that setup, she went right back to the bathroom and yeah. was crying. Yeah. And I'm just so like, how many hours has it been since you literally were just all like, I can do this, do whatever you want to be. She was faking them out. She was trying to fake them out and she trying was, to like bluff them. <laughs> That's like, what it you was. aren't going to get me crying. So like, don't even bother. <laughs> and they were like, we well, got something for that ass. Gina. <laughs> we got something for that ass. <laughs> we also don't know how long they were in hostage before they were let into the house before the salon was set up. Right. So, you know, yeah. She could have had a few hours to change her mind sitting outside. Yeah. And everyone is entitled to change their mind, you know? We are not the same person that we were just a few moments ago. But I still I still agree with the person that I was a few moments ago that this is an amazing haircut on Absolutely. Jada. And that this was like a blessing for her because it really made her edgy. It really makes her look just stunning. Like a model. So stunning. Yeah, she like an absolute model. She definitely looks like a fierce fucking model. Do you ever wear the little like short little pussycat wigs? I do like a little short, little pussycat moment every now and then. It's like, you just have to find the right cut. And then like, even then, like, you just like, will like customize it a little bit for yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. But I, I like what, and I specifically like this, like what they have going on with Jada, because she has these like extra long kind of chunky pieces in the front, like just mm-hmm. basically like two or three. And I love those. I'm like, I, oh, like, first of all, let me just say, now that I'm thinking about it, your hair for the finale of um, season five of Drag Race, that little that bob with that that little that platinum with the little pink, yeah, with the little eye, Barbara Corcoran. Oh, <laughs> I absolutely tank. love 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 that hair on you. Love it. It's iconic. Fun sometimes. I think I've seen you both kill a pixie cut like Yeah. That, so. It's right. It's right. Sometimes you just got to let the face card do its work. You know? Yes. And sometimes it really does just make you go, ooh, and like it looks better than any kind of long ass, ridiculous, right. whatever. But it's I like can only understand. pretty girls can do that. Only right. pretty girls can wear a short Pretty girl placement. Like yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Who's next? Also, these before pictures versus the after pictures, it's like the wonders of Photoshop, the wonders of lighting and wind. But also, this the after pictures are deeply retouched. Like, those yes. necks are yeah. just stretched. Absolutely. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I want to know who took these ones, particularly Carrie D's. This is giving after the cloud. <laughs> and the before picture. Oh my God, the before, I mean, and the after is wild. I was watching, you know, the episode back, looking at the hairstyle um, as she was on set taking the photo and it was frizzy boots. I don't know what in the back combing is happening. It literally looked like a Morgan Fairchild drag queen impersonator. (laughs) Ooh, the wig was in the bottom of the suitcase and she just pulled it out. She's like, I'm giving them the old Morgan Fairchild. If they like me, then like me. If they don't, then no. I legitimately, my first impulse was like, I I was like, is that synthetic? Like, I literally thought it was giving, yes. 
I just pulled this wig out the bottom of my my suitcase and just gave her a good old shake. And I said, this will do. <laughs> this will do. It's you know, and the, but the photoshopping of the hair is like great. I always find it really interesting <laughs> that they never seem to have the fan going whenever you're seeing the footage. But then like whenever you see the final product of like the makeover, they're always like windblown. You know? Yeah. Because the only way these weaves could look good sometimes is with a little <laughs> wind in it. Well, just, I'll never be able to look at any of these photos again after hearing Raja said that they just send them home like that. Like, no one helps them take that apart. So, okay. when you were like... Here's the thing. Yeah. I And I remember Tyra had mentioned this. And I want to say maybe, like, cycle one or cycle two. But that is generally, like what happens like the, the most that they will take back from you are their bobby pins because they need those they'll like have you they'll, they'll like take your hair down to like that point because they need their bobby pins back most of yeah. the time but like most models have to go home and figure that out on their own and just comb that out damn it's rough. well cara d had a had a she got a lot interesting shower after the fact <laughs> Which kind of makes me think about when she shows up to like um, the panel later, which is kind of like cleanly washed hair. And they're like, what the fuck, Cara D? What is this wet what book? What did you do? What did you do? And, that, and now she'd be all the rage. I mean, everybody. If you don't have a soaking wet wig on your head, are you even a drag queen nowadays? Right? Soaking. Are you in- <laughs> just what I I literally I remember when I tried that um for the first time I was like in um Dublin and yeah. um it was really humid I wasn't really expecting it and I I just went like way too because I was trying to do it really fast and I think mm-hmm. I just I, not I think I just wet that wig like too much to like the the it was like soaking into my costume that my costume oh, was just no. like it had like a real almost looked like i had just sweat down my whole back right. but it was just my lovely lovely wet wig so yeah you know Sometimes a water bottle will do, you know, just like a, okay. a, a mist. You don't have to, you don't have to throw it in the whole hotel sink, ladies. Just right, so you know. and it should be human hair. Yes, uh, yes, because synthetic. Yeah. I just don't think you're going to get the effect. <laughs> and I will say, I've only done it once. I was doing like a Kim Petras show, and we were doing icy, and so I wanted uh-huh. to look really like wet and like. Thick. Yeah. So I will say it was very fucking hot in that in that room on stage. And a wet wig will keep you cool as a cucumber. Yes. A soaking wet wig. You're like, yes. I can do this all night. Yes. You're like, mm, sitting shivers down my spine. I love it. Very that. <laughs> Shout out to Sutan, who's in this scene. Sutan is uh, such a chatty Cathy with all the girls because she's like, I'm getting screen time. Uh, yeah, absolutely. She was I'm working just, for it. I'm going to talk to all these girls and I'm just going to say yeah. outlandish things and I'm going to get screen time. She's right. so good. She's so cute. Right. <laughs> you know, I know her glasses. All studious. <laughs> she's so cute. I'm obsessed with Sutan Amrul. I know. We, the doors uh, she opened. The doors that she opened, the faces that she touched, yes. the tea that she spilled. Yes. Uh, I mean, 
We absolutely love her. The girl she coached. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Like, I, rem- I remember her talking about how they would literally coach the girls. Oh. Help Read the girls. Scr- their lines with them. Mm-hmm. Oh. <clears throat> you know, they're like a big old family. Um, okay, let's chat about our girl, Eugenia. Yes, Eugenia. Eugenia uh, got a, a long, wavy weave. Mm-hmm. Um, really large, like, I, okay, the thing is, um, the, the waves that Eugenia has, like, aren't really, like, the hair. They're, like, those are, like, we, those are, like, waves that are, like, set in with an iron. So, like, similar to, like, what you were saying, Alaska, it's, like, they <laughs> do this style, and then it's just all, like, are you going to give her one of those big fucking wave irons to do this every day to her hair? Or, They're like, not. what? They're not. So about after three days when she like when that wears off and she like has to go through and like wash her hair, like yeah. maybe it's not gonna look like that anymore. And we do see it go on through the rest of the season and just like it just gets sadder and sadder <laughs> as the season goes on. You're like, oh girl. You know, her leave out needs to touch up, like all of that. Like her edges are just like feeling attacked is is wild. But I will say overall, I like the makeover on Eugenia, I love her mm-hmm. with like this like textured length. I think that she definitely has like the stature for it because she's really really tall. Yeah. Um. But you can definitely see where they're working Eugenia's storyline of uh, you have way too much confidence and we need to humble you. Like, because I think the thing that's funny that they say like twice in this episode is that. Eugenia, you said that you think you're better than everybody. You think that you're better than everybody. And then they literally flash back. And all she says is, those girls from season six, I just thought they were boring. And I'm like, saying that people are are boring is completely different than saying, I'm better than everyone else. Yeah. I get, but no, Tyra clung on to that. (laughs) She said, she's like, that's what I remember you you saying? You think my show is boring? (laughs) <laughs> okay. Well, let's make it interesting. <laughs> Literally. Absolutely. Oh, good my God. Good luck keeping these waves without a hot iron. Right. Bitch. Good luck. She looks great, though. I really, uh-huh. I think she looks so beautiful. Okay, so next up, we have Miss Melrose, formerly Melissa Rose. Uh, drop the Issa. <laughs> and Now I get it. Tyra what about says, Megan? Did we skip Megan? Oh, did we skip Megan? Ooh, we did. I I forgot to put that on the outline. Wow, you really said um, Megan. Fuck Megan's drag. <laughs> really, you said fuck <laughs> Megan's drag. You said right, bitch. Um, <clears throat> well, let's chat about. Well, here, wait. Yeah, here, hang on. Something's just been chatted to you. I was talking about Megan, who looks like an act, who looks like Charlize Theron, but. Um, uh, oh, okay. Actually, I short, see that a lot more. Oh, very like Charlize Theron and um, Mighty Joe Young. Very that type of moment. Uh, the pixie cut is in. You know. She did get sent home this episode, too. Yeah. She, she, she did. Tyra said, thanks. We uh, took you icy blonde and now go home. At least they didn't cut off a lot of her hair. 
Right. You know, just a little bit. <laughs> she said. Just the parts that didn't survive though. the process, you know? So Mel Melrose is short for Melissa Rose? Yes. Her name is Melissa Rose. She dropped the Issa, and now she's Melrose. <laughs> Melrose. <You know? laughs> it's a good name. She didn't need the Issa. Right. Right. Just like, you know. Is <laughs> Melrose. <laughs> uh I like this makeover. Uh, I do too. I it was really disappointing that she was so up in arms about it and crying over it. She cried um, over getting blonde highlights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She cried multiple times. Like what? she had multiple breakdowns girl. over this, like that day. And it's just kind of like, girl, what? The girls were not having it either. They were like, you're upset about blonde hair. That is just, that's foolishness. Because. Right. And you know, it's wild because there's the one girl who had sort of blonde highlights and blonde hair and they took Uh her brown. Uh Uh-huh. And it was an improvement. And this is like the opposite effect where she has like normal brown hair and then they make her this sort yeah. of like lighter highlighty blonde and it really just like it really works on her uh-huh makes her look just super fresh so i just don't understand her issue with the makeover because they have jacked some girls up frederick okay. fakai knows what he's doing right Tyron literally Clearly. said that he has been working with her since she was 17 years old <laughs> like you know that this is somebody who is like established like, he's not going to, like, you are in the best of the hands right now. Like, well, I mean, unless, look, well. He, well, Brooke said that she trusted him. She was like, I trust Frederick Fakai and his magic. Right. And I, LGBT legend Brooke, we love her. We yes. do. We love LGBT legend Brooke. Um, yeah. I, I wonder, though, I had this moment where I was just like, okay. He obviously has, like, assistants and people. So it's this all, like, how many girls does Frederick Fakai actually touch during this? He leaves. He leaves after the intro. Right. Because the only person that I saw him like really touch um, was Megan because she said that he gave her like a 15 minute haircut. She's like, it was super fast. (laughs) (laughs) So I was just all like, you know, I feel like he probably really didn't touch any of them. Right. Um, Oh, I did see him though. Uh, speaking of, because our next girl, AJ, mm-hmm. they wanted to give her a Linda Evangelista 1992 yeah. moment. Mm-hmm. And he gave her the haircut on that because I'm sure he gave Linda Evangelista that haircut. Oh, um, I love that. Because he nailed it. This is spot on and it looks so Good on her. Yeah. And she was also having a lot of issues with this hair. And in front of Frederick said that she didn't like it. Like, it was so rude. She, what did she so not like about so it? I don't, was she didn't it like the it, color. She said it was too light. Oh, because she's like kind of goth. She like yeah. has a goth storyline. Yeah. So they like took it like brown. It's like dark, dark brown. for me, Frederick. Yeah. 
Yeah. What? And it's just like, girl. <laughs> she looks great. Absolutely amazing. And it's I love it. To be looking and at it them wasn't as that drastic of a cut either. No. no. Like, Calm down. No. How you know, did they and, get black hair dye out? Because that is hard. Right. That is not easy. Frederick Fakai, won't he do it? Right. Won't he do it? <laughs> okay. Okay. And last but certainly not least, we have Monique. Yes. Now, Tyra thinks that Monique already looks great. Um, so what do we do to make her look better? We just make her look like Tyra. Of course. She said she was reminded of a picture of her on the beach. And she's like, I want to give Monique that hair hairdo. Which is honestly, when like maybe she had a different recollection, a different memory. Because when they put up the picture on the episode, like she had all these like caramel and like light brown highlights and streaks yeah. and dimension. Kind of similar to what Monique had, but just like lighter and more brilliant. Yeah. And then they just like took her like, to be like dark brown, like right? Like I was like I, I was like that's not what Tyra had in the picture, but no. you know, it was just kind of like some more layers, a little bit of curl, kind of like heavier, some more body. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Monique was upset that people saw her with her tracks out. Yes, um, she was up in the bathroom crying. Yes. Boohooing, and she said it was because also because she couldn't get any sleep because the girls' alarms were going off in the morning, even though they oh, all had the same yeah. call time. Yeah, and, uh, Jay was just all like, "Well, girl, you need to get up and get your fresh hair weave and get some earplugs for those alarms." Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I thought he was being figurative when he uh-uh. said. If you hear alarms going off, you get some earplugs. I thought yeah. he was like giving just like life advice. Like yeah, if you, no. <laughs> like if you, know, like if, if if you're freaking out that you're getting a haircut, it's your job right. and you're a model. So just like put in earplugs if you hear an alarm. That's exactly. literally what I thought he was talking about. <laughs> no, he was literally talking literal. about the girl's literal <laughs> alarms that woke her up and she was bothered by it. I I feel for Monique in this moment because, like, yes, it's true that, like, as a model, you are meant to be a blank canvas. Uh-huh. But you also have to keep in mind she's, like, on TV. It's a very personal thing to have, like, your hair, like, exposed and, like, to, uh-huh. and, like, whatever. Like, all of these things are very, like, personal and private. And so, yes, you're a model, but still, I feel for her in this moment. No, I do. I feel for her, too, because it is, like, vulnerable. And I think that that was what they were trying to get out of the girls. But, you know, people have different levels of comfort and what they're willing to expose, you know. And at yeah. this time, it's like, now we're all about wigs. We're all about the installs and, like, the weaves and stuff like that. So girls will show their process on social sure. media and whatnot, like, you know, all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, the veil has been lifted, Mm-hmm. Um, but back in the day in 2006, everyone was trying to pass it off. Like, oh girl, this is flawless. You can't tell. Yeah. Like totally. what tracks, like what weave, like, you know? So yeah. I could, I could, I could definitely sympathize with Monique feeling, you know, a little bit, uh, put on blast because that was an in-between process, you know, and she literally just did have nothing but the cornrows and some leave out. So she was looking kind of crazy. 
Um, but this was the one time where I felt like uh, Jay Manuel really got upset with the girls because at like the end of the day, he kind of has like what my mom calls a come to Jesus talk with uh-huh. all of them. He's just all like, look, I wish when I was 18, 19, 20, I had someone that would come in and take me to the next level. And he's yeah. like, you're crying because you don't like your haircut. You don't want to be blonde. She doesn't want to have her weave out. And he's like, you know what? And it's just disrespectful. It's just like really, it's just really disrespectful. I'm just like done. I'm sick of it. And he just walks off in his pink Ed Hardy outfit. And you're like, wow, the girls really got to him. He, yeah. he was not finding the humor in it this time. He was literally like, okay, y'all are, y'all are wearing on my last nerve. Yeah. He was like, I'm going home and going to sleep. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, that sounds so nice to just right? like storm out of a place and then go take a nap. Like right. literally so. That, that's like my kink. Okay. We found it. Yes. Um. Yeah. No, he was not, he was not pleased. And it, it, it was, was Yes, it is disrespectful to the to to Tyra and to Frederick. However, it also wouldn't be a show and it wouldn't be a beat that they do every single season if there uh-huh. wasn't tears and and drama and you know girls who didn't like it or didn't care. Or, you know, so like yeah. I I get it, but like you know. It's like we the RuPaul song. Give, give them yeah. just what they want. You know, yes. I am in business. Come on, give them just what they want. You want to see me work, 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 work. <laughs> you want to see me cry, 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 cry. We do. We do. <laughs> okay, well, look, uh, that is all of our makeovers. Wow. We made it Beautiful. through all of these sickening, gorgeous, stunning young women who have undergone the transformation that will later on be known as the tie-over. But today, it's still makeovers. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to take a quick break, uh, but when we come back, we are going to chit-chat and catch up with our sis, Alaska. We'll be right back. We are back and we are chatting with mom, network star, and author of My Name is Yours, What's Alaska? Alaska Thunderfuck. Now, oh Alaska, God. you have been hustling Did and my- building a brand for yourself that I feel like Tyra would be so very proud of. And yeah. I want to know more about your new book. Did my publicist tell you we have to fucking talk about the fucking book? Is that why we're talking about the fucking book? (laughs) I am like, I would rather talk about fucking Top Model. (laughs) This is the thing. I have a book. It's lovely. Can we talk about the rest of the episode? Are we not going to talk about the rest of the episode in lieu of talking about my fucking book? No, I can't. <laughs> yes, the I book is great. You talk- Buy it. I don't know. You <laughs> buy it at the library. I don't know. It exists. It's very nice. Can I'm you proud buy of it. books from the library? I'm proud Can- of it, but I love Top Model. <laughs> 
The um, uh, models arrive on set to Mr. J. And who is their photographer for this challenge? We love her because she shot the um, um, princess photo shoot last season. Yeah, uh, she's like the only female photographer that they work with, and she always takes such an interest. Like, it always, she always seems to have such a beautiful personal interest in the girls. Yes, um, for sure. They are shooting with Tracy Bain, who we've like seen before. We live. We love her. I really liked her. I, I really do too. And I, I just like love how nurturing she always is with the models. So she's really, really fantastic. And they get the girls, you know, just kind of like a lesson on hair battles, hair shows. Yeah. Um, kind of talks about the very famous hair shows that, you know, we've seen many times in Atlanta, how a lot of those styles they said are making their way onto the runways. And yeah. so what they're going to do is they're going to have their own hair battle and see if these models can model through some extravagant hairstyles. Yeah. So, okay. First up, we have Melrose. Yeah. Who wound up being first called. And I feel like they were very much so giving Melrose her redemption from last week's photo shoot where she was giving a lot of top model diva attitude, however, did not perform when it came to taking photos and almost was sent home. So, you know, she really was turning it. Jay was very impressed and uh, she wound up giving a really successful photo. Peacock rainbow colored shooting out of the top. I mean, the the artistry that went into all of these wigs and hairstyles is like top notch. And this is one of the fucking coolest Absolutely. photo shoots ever on Top Model. Absolutely. And also to shout out to like the makeup artistry too. And I loved watching oh, yes. this episode back and really being like, <laughs> being able to tell, being like, I know that Raja did that makeup. We love I know Raja. That that one Raja. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, that is yeah. giving me very Raja. Like on um, Chal. Yes, on Chal. I absolutely oh. love this photo. Um, the judges love the photo too. Uh, Tracy told her to be careful because she has very small features so that she needs to like exaggerate them. But I don't know. I felt like Anshul was absolutely killing it. And I don't even need to see her right eye in this photo. That left one yeah. is all that I need. And there's like this you know? intense, the mystery. right? This intense shimmery blue that goes way down underneath the eye, which from a distance almost looks like a cartoon eye, like drawn. Uh-huh. And then oh, the yeah, bang absolutely. covers her actual eye. Like it's yeah. really, really cool shit. And I love this fucking. I love all the wigs. And, and it has I love a this like windmill blonde color with this like Tina Turner kind of bangs mm-hmm. going and the windmill going. It, it's it's really cool and how it's incorporated into like the styling of like the bras and like corsets that they're wearing too. I just Ugh. absolutely love it. Really cool. All right, after Anchal, we have mm. Amanda. Mm. Um, I am Loki gonna steal this hairstyle. I was you must. so bad. Minus the big heart pieces in the back. I don't really need those, but the like main <laughs> hairstyle in the front, like that little bitch, like I definitely I need that. 
Oh those my little, God. those like little gelled pieces up at the top, that short <laughs> bang with like little, like in the flit, like bitch. It's giving me like so TLC good. vibes. It's giving me like Lisa yeah. Left Eye Lopez. Like I, I was watching this episode today and I was like, okay, so I definitely need to get that made. And she did her mirror work and she said, okay, the hair falls over my left eye. So I'm going to cheat my right eye yes. so that I can connect with the camera. So Absolutely. like this was, I think, my favorite photo of the day. I mm. love this one. It's absolutely gorgeous. I love like the heart shape of the hair. She really, really yeah. did play up her ankles in such like an amazing way. And Tracy really loved, loved working with her. Yeah. Okay. And next we have... Michelle. Her twin sister. Dressed like fucking Sam. cockatoo. <laughs> from I fucking love that they Zoobly le- Zoo. <laughs> they legit <laughs> built birds in her hair. It yes! is wild. I love it. Googly eyes on them and all. Like, Girl. I just think that's absolutely fantastic. <laughs> um, Twiggy was obsessed with this. Like, they... Yeah. they Absolutely, we're living with like the way that Michelle leaned into her shoulder, like she's she like almost like shoulder. kissing. Yeah, she's like kissing her shoulder, Ooh. and they just can't get enough. They said, "Oh, you better kiss that shoulder, girl." I don't know what shoulder kissing has to do with fucking birds, but you right. know what? It works <laughs> in this instance. It works. Yeah, and her eye contact, and I, I think because there's something like that feels really submissive about the way that she's like kissing her shoulder but the eye contact feels really in control and really dominant it's really really cool and I think that this is the moment where the judges start kind of tilting towards Michelle as their favorite over Amanda because like everyone kept mentioning like oh Michelle they're like Amanda's lovely oh but Michelle and I was like okay here we go yeah yes so good. Jada. Let's just talk about, you know, Jada, because she didn't really do too well. Um, she was in the bottom along with Megan. And one of the things that Jay said during her shoot that really cracked me up was <laughs> he was like, we have 40 frames and all I'm getting is woman in a green wig. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Right. I was like, damn. (laughs) She wasn't giving variety in her poses. And she also got in her own head. And something set her off right at the beginning. And she never escaped it. This happens to me sometimes on shoots. And it's Uh usually when I haven't eaten properly. And Uh the brain chemicals literally don't travel where they need to go and I can't (laughs) do it. So like, I understand I've been where she's at. I've been the woman in the green wig before. You know what? It's interesting that you say that because now I like now going back, it's like anytime where I've had difficulty on a photo shoot, I actually was hungry. Yeah. You know, it was like, it was, it was like where it was like getting, it was like long and we're getting to that point, you know, and you just kind of been doing things all day Yeah, and you're just all like, yeah, those brain chemicals just aren't doing what they need to be doing. They aren't traveling properly. So I mean, maybe she, Jada was just hungry. Right. And she still looks beautiful. The The I, wig is really cool. Love this look. Love, um, love, love this look. 
wish that she could have like really brought it to life. But. Were were they like you looked like a drag queen? They said you- that about so many girls. They said that about her. They said that about Cara D. They said that who else did they say looked mannish or manly? I was just like, first of all, look at them. I mean, like, how are y'all gonna be like, um, you look like a drag queen, bitch? Look at them. You're painting them and putting them in exquisite hair systems like drag queens. Yeah. At least they didn't yeah. drop. At least they didn't drop any tea bombs this episode. Like, Ooh, you're right. giving me. Look, I honestly am going to to credit the T word that coming into like the lexicon from um, Christian Siriano. And I know that she's one that's really for the community now, but she really brought that forth on Project Runway. Like y'all can look, y'all can look anywhere, but she said hot tea mess and she made that a thing. (laughs) That was her thing. We loved it. We ate that up. Yes. <laughs> Everybody was constantly in a hot granny mess. Okay. Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Christian did not invent it, but did perfect it using that one <laughs> for sure. Um, Megan, I mean, she had kind of, she had kind of a, an uphill battle with with this yeah. with this wig. I felt like her hair was just stupid. And I felt like she got eliminated <laughs> because her hair was stupid. <laughs> it's a little animal play, like a little like, teddy bear, kind of. Yeah. It's giving, like, Queen Amidala spinning mm. vibes. Like, like, I'm just like... Like, the hair is not even... Like, the track's not even on the inside. Like, you can literally just see the mechanism just, yeah. like, over off the left. Like, it, like, they, like, they didn't really try with that one. Yeah. It's very much so a throwaway. And the way she's hunched over with her back, I'm very stressed out. Right. And they retouched everybody's <laughs> neck and back in that promo shoot, um, but they couldn't retouch her neck and back in this photo? No. No. Something's a, a mess. It's wild because she's so gorgeous out of drag. Uh-huh. uh-huh. But like <laughs> in this... She doesn't, she just looks like a regular girl. Like, it's very yeah. that, like, you don't look like a model, you just look like a nice girl. And yeah. I'm very feeling that. And do you think maybe they don't retouch as fiercely on the girl if she's going to go home? Do you think they Yeah, like, I feel like it. Let's lay off the retouch. Yeah, this this hair back here is really bad. Yeah. These, like, loose ends <laughs> yeah. that they clearly did not brush out for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Poor thing. Yeah. It wasn't her moment. All right. So ultimately, it was our girl, Megan, who was uh, sit home. Um, that leaves two girls down. And yes. how many remaining? I can't do math. 11? 17. Right. 10. Uh, but I have a feeling we haven't seen the last of Megan. I think we have. <laughs> I feel bad because she's love really gorgeous. I know. She must and have the makeover done looked so good on her. Yeah. Um, you know what? Maybe in an alternate reality, uh, Charlize Theron actually died and she took over. You know, um, it could be. For her. It could be, for sure. And then she went, oh my God, and then she went and did Monster, and then she won the Oscar. Can you imagine in an alternate universe where that was Megan's uh, uh, destiny? That is my reality, that world. Period. We love it. Okay, so 
I mean, we have a few moments left, but I really just like wanted to take a moment um, to talk about some fun upcoming projects that you have because you not only are an amazing uh, host of your podcast, amazing drag queen, musician, but you now are adding author Mm -hmm. to your resume and you have a book out called my name is yours what's alaska um do you want to tell us a little bit about your book and just like what made you want to uh, write a book for yourself it's like a book um it's about um it's about my life up into this up until this point Wait, is it like a memoir, but is it like yes. now your book? Oh my God, I know. <laughs> Literally, word for word, if you took what she said, I probably have said that in countless interviews. <laughs> the exact same words. And it makes me angry, first of all, the fact that I know who this woman is. What's her last name? Her last name is Fox. Fox, yes. Julia. Julia Fox. Julia Fox. Okay, like <laughs> the fact that I even know who she is angers me. And the fact that I have... Somewhat things in common with her also angers me. But yes, it's a book. It's a memoir. It actually is a memoir. <laughs> but is it your first but book? But is it your first book? Yes. Well, yes. <laughs> so I don't know. I feel like you and Julia Fox have a lot more in common. You guys should link up. I'm really super superstitious. Actually, I had, superstitious. I had a friend who um, actually texted me the other day saying that um, they hung out with her. And they were like, not going to lie, she's kind of our people. They're like, uh-huh. I fucks with her. They're like, she's really cool. So look. Okay. <laughs> you never well, know. I have, the Julia Fox and Alaska Thunderfuck collab, I feel like could Stay be. Stay tuned. It's coming. Iconic. <laughs> Did you see the video of her making that uh, bandeau jean matching outfit where she she cut she had high waisted jeans and cut the high waisted part off and made it a bra? We are the same and, person. Um, we are the same person. Yeah. <laughs> she um she made a video a YouTube tutorial on it and she basically starts it and was like, "Hey guys, I just want to let you know I'm having the worst day of my life." LOL, JK. But here I am. I'm gonna show you these <laughs> oh my jeans. God. Yeah, Jesus. you should look it up on her Instagram. The top is really impressive. Well, it is very Alaska, honestly. I know. Too much in common. Too yeah. much in common. But I and I yeah. loved her um that black claw yes. that she wore to uh-huh. the Oscars. Yeah. I'm gonna be stealing that. So yes. yeah, actually she is my muse. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So not only is she Josh Safty's muse and Uncut <laughs> Jam, she's also Alaska Thunderfox. Wow. Jam. Uncut Jam. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, also coming up, Mm -hmm. you have your this will this be the third annual pageant? Yeah. Drag Queen up help me. I always you really Drag Queen of the Year pageant competition award contest competition. (laughs) Yes. This is the third year, but we're finally back in like a real space in real life because we did it digitally last year. Yeah. Through the miracle of technology, we were able to go on. And now we're back in a live theater. So that's going to be happening this Saturday of DragCon. Um, And it's going to be really, really fun. We have, we have, a lineup of contestants that is brilliant. I mean, y'all always turn it out with 
the lineups of contestants the past two years have been just like absolutely amazing. So I mm. wouldn't expect anything less for this year's pageant. So I know that's going to be really, really dope. And I can't wait to see it. So if you guys are out in LA on the Saturday of DragCon, mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of things to do, but make sure that you come out and support and go and see the drag queen of the year competition mm-hmm. pageant mm-hmm. competition pageant <laughs> okay Jump. i'll step again i'll accept it i'll accept that <laughs> i can always get through the, the first part but then i'm always like on the second half i'm always like after drag queen of the year i'm like um competition pageant <laughs> competition it's very like a top model like where they have to memorize (laughs) a really difficult script and they all just fuck it up in a super cut very that (laughs) very that moment oh my goodness well thank you so much for joining us on today's episode alaska i know it's been a long time coming but i know you are without a doubt worth the wait and i'm so happy that we could make it happen and talk Me about too. these iconic makeovers in this photo shoot um can you please please tell everybody listening where they can find you online um yes uh instagram and the, the um uh, the only alaska 5000 yes yeah. and um check out her book wherever books are available. I don't yes. know because I can't read. Okay. Um, you know. And keep an eye out for her Julia Fox collab. Yeah. So Julia Fox collab. It's time. Oh my God. It's just time, you know. I don't know. I It feels right. So I just can't yeah. wait for it to happen because I'm just kind of like manifesting that for my own selfish reasons. But I feel also the fandom would live. I'm here for it. I think you guys could do like a Lana cover. Have you guys chosen your judges for the pageant? (laughs) No, not yet. What's Julia Fox doing this Saturday? Um, And then you guys come out and matching looks like Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston that year (laughs) at the the little dare white skirt. (laughs) Yes. I need the listeners at home to know she is writing down. This is going to happen. She grabbed a pen. She is like Julia Fox. Underline, underline, underline. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. That's one of the categories. Uncut gems. Uncut (laughs) gems. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you all so much for listening. And remember, if you have any top model facts or questions for Maxwell and me, our guests, or you just want to say hi, uh, you can send us an email to beontoppod at gmail.com. And remember to subscribe to Want to Be On Top wherever you listen to your podcasts. Why? Because it helps us grow, bitch. Duh. Okay, well, my name is Shea Coulee. And I'm Max Wasposito. And as always, the question remains. Wanna be on top? Pot lead em. <laughs> Wanna be on top is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model or any other show's creators, producers, or distributors. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and or copyright holders. Forever. Dog. To this-
listen to Wanna Be On Top ad-free and one day early, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. That's mompodcast.plus. Make sure to follow at Forever Dog Team and at Mom Podcast on social and rate and review Wanna Be On Top five stars on Apple Podcasts. Yes, bitch, I said five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wanna be on top? It's produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, aka Mom. Hosted by Shea Coulee. Produced by Maxwell Esposito. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Big Dipper, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. 